Hey there, and welcome to Vet Club. I know I say this a lot, but this is a very special episode. My parents are here. Hey, so uh, is that coming through okay? Because it's a little staticky on my end. But yours is always staticky. You always, I, yeah, you I don't. Quit whining. Well, I can't hear my own voice. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe nobody can hear it and that's okay. So yeah, um, so we have my parents here. They're visiting. They're visiting from out of town. So my mom, Cindy Connor, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. And my dad, John Connor. Hey. The, the Terminator. No, not the Terminator. The one who destroyed the Terminator eventually. And then, of course, Topher is here. Hello. Yeah. So um, I, didn't, I didn't tell you guys. We told you, like, what, yesterday or the day before that you were going to be on the podcast. But I didn't tell them what we were going to talk about because we've learned that if we tell people in advance, we talk about what we would say and then we don't capture it on the podcast. Okay. But since you guys are here, I thought it would be really um, just kind of a a fun opportunity to talk about support systems Um, when you are going through any stage. And we have lots of stages um, for my journey that we can talk about, but, you know, ranging from getting into veterinary school, you know, all the prep work and all the work you have to do just to get into vet school and then during vet school. um, And then, you know, depending on what you want to do that first job, or if you go and do an internship or a residency like I did and all the, there's a lot of crap. Um, And I was very fortunate. And I I recognize that not everybody is uh, fortunate to have the same degree of support systems, um, but we all have some kind of support, you know? And uh, so it might not always be your parents. Uh, For me, later in life, it was Topher. So I think those who listen to the podcast know that Topher's obviously very supportive. The fact that he does the podcast with me and I don't pay him anything for this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't get paid for it either, but (laughs) Topher Topher has been very supportive later in my career, but I didn't meet him until much later. So mom and dad, you guys were there. For the whole, all of it, all of it. So from, you know, early on when, you know, when I was little and decided I want to be a vet, which was, I decided pretty young. I was going to say fourth grade. Yeah. Mom, you got to talk closer into the microphone. Sorry. Fourth (laughs) grade, probably. Fourth grade? I think it was younger than that, but, you know, I I knew for sure. You didn't tell anybody to look. It was a secret. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I mean, even just being around animals and stuff like that, you know, uh, I think about going to Catalina Island marine camps and um, going to the zoo all the time. You know, we had the the annual pass to the L.A. Zoo for I I remember that all the time growing up and just all we did a lot of stuff, um, you know, that just kind of fostered some of my, you know, interest in biology and animals and animal science and stuff. So, you know, I don't think it was coincidence that I chose it and that um, the sciencey stuff I found really fascinating later. And then when I got closer, I mean, I can just remember, so I, I'm sure mom remembers this, um, when I was in undergrad and applied to vet school and, you know, Michigan state, we were living in Michigan at the time and was waiting to hear. And we got notified via snail mail back then. So you send your application into all these places and then they're going to send out, you know, notification via the mail, the at, not email, but the actual mail. And I remember they gave us like a window of time when we were supposed to get it. And I kept checking the mail, checking the mail. I was away at college, checking the mail, checking the mail, wasn't getting it. And I was starting to freak out. And I, th- I think, it, I don't know if it was dad that you suggested, you're like, why don't you just drive there? You're living in Grand Rapids and Lansing is a two hour drive. Can they give it? Because they wouldn't give it to you over the phone. That they had some rule that they wouldn't tell you over the phone, and they wouldn't email you. That wasn't allowed. It's like, well, if I show up in person, and they're like, yeah. So you're like, just drive. So 
planned it out. I skipped school one Friday because they're not open on the weekends. And I drove two hours from Grand Rapids. And mom, you drove two hours from Detroit. And we met up early in the morning in Lansing, Michigan. You remember this? Well, I remember going with you. I didn't know we went separately, but I do remember being there. No, we drove separately from opposite ends of the state, met in the middle in Lansing. We met, we got there real early. We had like breakfast at like a Einstein bagels or Brewer's bagels or something like that because it was too early. And we got there and um, Hilda Mejia Brew was the, she's actually moved up. She's like the associate dean there now. She's moved up. But yeah, we went in there and she handed me this envelope. It's a big, thick envelope. So already it was like, oh God, this, this could be the thing. Because man, that'll be really crappy if they made us drive all this way for me to find out I didn't get in. And we walked down the hall and I just sit like just down the hall and open it up. And, um, and Hilda was super duper nice. And I remember opening it up and it's like, yeah, I got in. And then you said, mom, you were like, you need to go back and tell Hilda. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, she probably knew, but yeah. <laughs> and she was, she hugged me and was like, oh, congratulations. And, but yeah, so it was, it was actually ended up, you know, it was a really stressful time, but it was, it was really nice that you made that effort and you were there with me. So that way, one, we could celebrate or two, yeah. <laughs> you could be there to Shoulder, console me. Yeah. So, yeah, what I mean, would you have done if you hadn't gotten in? Did you have a plan? Uh, I guess I would have, you would have taken me out to get drunk. Nope. She would apply it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's but I mean, at that moment, year, I don't know. Moment. I don't know what the plan would have been right that moment. I don't think we thought she wasn't going to get in though. Well, you guys never did. No, no we never had those um, doubts. That was, that was, that was a theme throughout all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's different when it's your own application. Well, of course. But I, I also think like other parents probably think the same thing about their kids and some people don't get in. You know, and those parents are probably like, what the heck? My kid's the greatest. Um, you know, everybody thinks, well, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people probably think that and not everybody's right. <laughs> Only one person. Is Only right. one person has the best. I mean, and it's you guys. Um, <laughs> um, I think that, that you guys are probably surprised too, because I'm so like confident, borderline on arrogant most of the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shaking their head. Mom that's was true. nodding. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yep. <laughs> she's nodding. She's, um, she's always been confident. Yeah, I was not yeah. lacking in confidence, but right. there are certain big things that would happen that, look, I, this, there's a lot of really great people out there and I am one amongst them and I think I'm good, but are other people going to know it? So, so that was one of the first things. Several times with you. What's that? Telling you, you were going to be fine and you were. Yeah. What yeah. was the next time you remember? Uh, taking your test for the. I think that's the last one. That was the most recent one, probably. That wasn't the next chronologically, but yeah. Okay, so what's that story? Do you guys remember those? I remember these very detailed. I remember you had to come home and and study for your test. Yeah, but do you remember three or four months before that when I my I was waiting for my paper to get uh, accepted. Oh, this yeah. is for your uh, residency. So, test. okay. So yeah, thank you for giving us yeah, context. So is, I'm in my residency. This is nine so years we're, later. Yeah, we're yeah. doing it out of chronological order, but that's, that's okay. We'll do it based on what you guys remember because that's more fun. So I'm in my residency now and I'm in my third year. So I'm like halfway through my third year and getting ready to um, apply, apply, to take boards. So you have to go through all your credentials. And one of the requirements for ACFEC is to, um, you have to get a, a paper or something. And they've changed the rules a little bit over the years, but basically you had to have a letter of acceptance saying that your paper has been accepted by a certain date. And at the time they had this really crummy thing where you, you had to submit your check, your thousand dollar check to take the exam before the act, like your, uh, your paper could be accepted like a couple weeks later. And so I had a little bit more time to get my paper accepted, but I had to submit the payment. And, uh, and so I was freaking out. 
And so I was talking to you guys about it because $1,000 is a lot of money when you're a resident. Um, you know, I was a doctor for four years, but not making any money. And do you, do you remember, Dad, what you said? Not exactly, no. But no, I do. the money. Yeah. So I said, here's the problem. Like, I don't have this. Like, if I give this $1,000, like, that's, I, I, was, I said, I don't have $1,000 to gamble on this. And you said, well, I'll pay it because I don't, it's not a gamble. Right. Yep. This, this isn't a we gamble. Never we're not, it, we're not yeah. gambling this money. We'll, we'll pay it. We'll pay it. Yep. And so you did, you paid the thousand dollars. Cause I was freaking out. I was like, do I just delay things a year? Because what if I don't, cause I didn't want to pay a thousand dollars and then not have this paper get accepted. And I knowing now, like being on the other side of it, that they would have, I would have been able to defer a year. They wouldn't have just taken my money and stolen it. But I didn't know that I was right. freaking out and yeah, I probably could have called out. somebody and asked and stress. It was a stressful time. Uh, boards are scary enough, but to pay a thousand dollars and then not be able to take them was really scary. And uh, yeah, so I'm freaking out. And you guys are who I called when I would freak out about stuff. Yep. Because I didn't have Topher yet. And so, <laughs> so yeah, I, but I remember it's like, I don't have $1,000 to gamble on this. And dad, you were like, it's not a gamble. We'll pay it. Right. <laughs> and, yep. that was, yep. and that was it. I mean, obviously there was a lot of financial support over the years, but it wasn't even just the money. I mean, the money is, is a nice part, but just that confidence. Um, and then, you know, uh, long story short, I mean, I, I did get my paper accepted in time. It was like, you know, a couple days later, honestly, but it was just that it was scary. And, um, so we didn't waste your money. So thank you. For, and I passed. So even then it, that right. was scary yeah. too. <laughs> um, but that was a, that was another, another time when I was freaking out about something you guys were, were there. I mean, there were lots of little times throughout all of this, but these were some of the big ones. The other one the was, biggest one I remember is yeah? when you were studying for your oh, exams. Yeah. Well, because I was living with you guys again you at the time. came back home to live with us for a few yeah. months. Yeah, and Which I prepped you for. studied constantly. We would read flashcards to you for <laughs> yes. we didn't know what the meaning of, and you would answer them. I do remember <laughs> that. Constantly. The flashcards. Yeah. And you were so That's funny. petrified that you wouldn't. I think the uh, pass rate was like 60% or something 60, like that. 65. It's usually somewhere so, in the high 50s to mid yeah. to high 60s. So it was challenging. Yeah. Definitely. And those are people that have done everything I've done. Right. And These we are good were people. Sure, but we were absolutely sure you would be fine, but. You weren't. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, part of it is because I studied real hard, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I moved back home with you guys and I lived like rent-free. weird being like a 30-year-old doctor I wasn't 30 yet. four years. I was, yeah, only, close I was only 29. Yeah. Were you really? <laughs> I was 29. Moving back home with your parents. I turned 30 two weeks after I took Having boards. no savings. Yeah, I had nothing. Yeah, no, and I, I think I told you guys for three years, hey, by the way, I'm going to come home and live with you and I won't be able to pay you rent. And I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't clean. I didn't work. She I did sat, nothing. Just thinking, I had that daughter studied, a doctor? Yeah, yeah she studied what is she doing? literally eight hours a day for yeah. three, four months. They would get home from work and they'd be like, all right, it's time to take a break. Let's yep. go for a walk. And so we would take my stack of flashcards yep. and we'd walk around the block a few times and they would read the cards. They'd be like, you didn't write this very clearly. And I was like, it's obviously a U. You're like, that's an N. No, this is a U. And I think if you knew what the words were, you probably could have figured it out. But since these were, I mean, so yeah, you guys don't have medical background. So they, but they were reading me flashcards and help me study. And uh, yeah. But at that point, too, we also knew what I was going to be doing after I took boards. Yes. Because that was the other thing was, where do I live for a couple months before I move out of the country? Right. Yeah. We that knew was another it time. Permanent. That was another time. Yeah. That was the other time. Yeah. You, they, you knew. You, you might not have let me move back in if you thought it was yeah. going to be forever. But um, that was the other thing. So before even boards, um, I remember calling you guys and saying, so there's this job opportunity that I'm just kind of sort of thinking about in South Africa. 
And mom said, do you remember what you said? Yeah, I said, no way. You didn't say no way. You said, why do you keep trying to move further and further <laughs> away from me? And dad, do you remember what you said? I said, go for it. He you said, sounds great. We'll come visit. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and I you did. did. Yeah, we you did. did. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and you you said that, mom. But I, I mean, you guys were always super supportive of that. Um, and that's not an easy thing. Hey, I'm going to come live with you. But I, I thought, too, if I lived with you for a couple months and then left the country, you'd be more okay with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that was a long way to let your um, single daughter go, though. I think yeah. it was scary. Yeah. But, yep. Okay. But like Dad said, nope. It's, well, you can, yeah, yeah, sounds great. She needs to do it. She's an adult. And this yeah. is a choice she Legally, I was an adult. Yeah, yeah I hadn't really were. lived. I mean, I'd lived by myself for no. years, but Out of the it was country, very different. It's a lot different. It was. Just going to a different It was super hard. Or something. Yeah. Oh, I was super homesick that first night. Yeah. I don't know if I really ever talked about that much, but I was. Yeah. Well, partly because I was super jet lagged. And so I was awake in the middle of the night and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, there's a TV, a tiny little TV in the upper corner of my flat. Not in English. <laughs> I couldn't even like watch things to like comfort myself. And I was just like, what have I done? <laughs> I didn't ha like uh, cell phones were not as quite as developed as they no, were like the I had to have, have to go get a, a calling. I, card I had to get I got a local phone like right. I, my phone didn't work like my plan our Verizon right. plan didn't work in I South Africa that. or something like that so when we got there the 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 lady that I who, whose property I was staying with had like a little a jump drive, a thumb drive that she plugged in and did like a dial up internet thing. And I was able to send you guys an email saying I made it safely, but right. yeah, but we had like a weekly, we had a weekly Skype call. It was on Sundays. Yep. It was 5 PM for me. It was the end of the work day for me. Cause I would usually work a little bit on the weekends. I'd go into work and then you guys would be up in your pajamas and you're drinking coffee, mom. And we would have our weekly Skype because yep. we couldn't, we were just like texting back and forth. No. And, um, but yeah. And then you guys did come out and visit. Yep. Yeah, it was great. Probably one of the best vacations we ever did. That's what you usually say. Yeah. yeah. I loved it there. It yeah. was really, really cool. So yeah, like genuinely supportive. And then we're like, yeah, yeah we're going to come take a vacation. Um, so that was, that was another, another big one. Um, I also remember <laughs> another time I was kind of terrible actually in a lot of ways. So this story uh, <laughs> exemplifies that. So during my internship, I remember. you remember this? Uh, and my internship, the university of Illinois. Um, and then I was applying for residencies, which I debated. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, I was really close. We, I met you guys somewhere in like Northern Michigan. We went on a canoeing kayaking trip. Yep. Um, I Chris remember. and his girlfriend at the time, and okay. you guys had a canoe and they rented kayaks. I, so it was the five of us. I was the fifth wheel. Yeah. No, I do remember and, that. And, uh, and I was during my internship and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do a residency. I want to go get a job and I can go do fun things like this. And then I went back and I had this really cool case that I didn't really know what was going on with it. And I was like, okay, I got more to learn. Um, but, but the results for match that year came out on March 5th, which is dad's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, you know, waking up early that morning cause I was in Illinois. So it was like, um, whatever an hour earlier than the Eastern time was. Um, so I was a little bit, I, I was able to check it because usually they release the results at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it was 7 a.m. my time before I had to go to work. And the thing came up and it said I was going to NC State. And I, I think I cried a little bit. And I remember you guys saying, oh, you really didn't think you were going to match. And I was like, no, I really didn't. Like you guys, again, you didn't, you're like, ah, oh, she's full of oh, crap. I thought you were crying because you had to go to North Carolina. <laughs> oh, he's, that, I don't think anybody from North Carolina listens. So um, nobody's going to be upset by that. But you guys, I think you were surprised at how emotional I got because I just, I didn't think. And I think dad, you were like, I knew it. Um, so I was on the phone with you guys when I opened it and I never told dad happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. I was so wrapped up in my own crap um, that I forgot to tell you happy birthday. Yeah. Whoops. 
But you guys sent me flowers at work, actually. I remember getting either later that day or the next day, you guys sent me a little thing of flower at work. I was like, wait, what? I, I've never got a delivery at work. But yeah, you guys sent me a little mm. basket of something or other um, at work to congratulate me. So you guys were there every step of the way, really. Um, when I moved back from South Africa to get my first uh, faculty job in the U.S., um, I flew back to Michigan for a little bit. And then you drove down with me, Mom. Yep, yep we did. We drove in the rabbit. You guys moved me a lot. So you also drove when well, I followed up afterwards with a U-Haul and a truck yeah. And when um, when I was leaving from Illinois to North Carolina, you guys yep. showed up with a U-Haul and then yep. we loaded up the truck and yeah, drove down and that was a whirlwind tour because we literally we packed up. I don't remember. You guys showed up like Friday night. We packed everything up. We left early Saturday morning, drove straight through to North Carolina, got in late Saturday night. We unloaded a mattress. I'm pretty sure we all slept on the mattress on the floor. And then we got up Sunday morning, unloaded the rest of the truck, and then you guys took off and I started work the next day. <laughs> I mean, it was remember, just isn't boom, that boom, the boom. time we went to the show and they were playing... Um that was in Illinois. Yeah, that's the Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that was when we were packing. Pixar. That was that night. We... That might have been. Left, I think. We I did. think that might have been when we moved. When I moved in, oh, it was one of those. I don't times. know. But at any rate, I was thinking of that the other day. But yeah, but you went down, mom, to with me to Raleigh, went to look for an apartment. Yeah. Um, I did that a yeah. couple times with you when yeah. you went to Florida. I had to move a lot, and yeah, yeah I, it's nice to have somebody to do that stuff yeah. with. Um, and we still do it that way. We leave Topher behind, and you and I. No, that's yeah. not entirely true. <laughs> I was just gonna say thanks, Topher. <laughs> yeah, that you don't have to do that you anymore. Don't have to do that anymore. We don't always have to had move a good time. <laughs> you don't. Well, that's true. He does the moving. We yeah, can pay people to move. I'm not but good he at likes picking apartments. It. Yeah, we don't let him make those choices. So <laughs> he would. What he was would, the story when you first went to Florida, Mom? You were there. And yeah. You got a ticket. Yeah, you did. Remember, you oh, got a that, ticket. You're going to bring that. Thanks, Dad. That Driving into town. This is, this is actually my favorite ticket that I've ever gotten. When I say favorite, I mean, it was the dumbest one ever. Yeah, So was. we had driven the other half day. We stopped halfway in North Carolina and saw some people. So we drove the rest of the way from North Carolina, I think, to Florida in one day. So we got in, got into my apartment, unloaded a couple things, and then we're like, all right, we need to go to find a Target or a Walmart yeah. or something, get some toilet paper, some water, a few things like that. So we're driving. We got, you know, the GPS on Not the phone. familiar with the area Yeah, at literally all. we've been there for right. less than an hour. And, but we've got the GPS and it's like, okay, we're going to come up here and then we're going to turn up and the thing. So I'm in the right lane and there's a green light and I go straight through the light as you do. And uh, all of a sudden... <laughs> We get this cop comes behind with lights on and it's like, is that for me? And I turned to you, mom. And I was like, what did I do? And you're like, I don't know. So I pull into some convenience store and it's like, no, that, that was for me, I guess. And this, this cop, she was not super yep, friendly was at a all. a woman too. Yeah. She, she was not friendly and she pulls up and she's like, well, you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, I genuinely don't. I have no idea. She's like, well, you saw the right, you know, right turn only lane or something. So it's this light in this part of Gainesville that certain hours of the day, you have to turn right in that lane. So it's not like the lane goes away. It's not a right turn only where the lane disappears. It's sometimes you can't, Some yeah. So I literally got pulled over and got a ticket for going straight through a green light. Yep. That's what I got ridiculous. pulled over for. And she was not very friendly. And so then she's like, license and blah, blah, blah. So I hand her my license, which I'd actually been living in South, but it was my North Carolina license. She's like, well, how long have you been living here? I'm like, about an hour. And she laughed. And I was like, she still gave me the damn ticket though. Yeah, she wasn't very friendly. It was like, welcome to Gainesville. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, because I mean, you we didn't, it wasn't local plates either. Like no. you're, cl you know, and so we're looking around trying to figure out where I'm going to be turning and this, that, and the other thing. And I mean, I know now where that thing is. It's the only place in the whole world that has this temporary, 
you must turn right law. So here's the best part though. I don't know if you you know this, but so I got the ticket on my North Carolina license. And so that's, so I have to call North Carolina to like deal with this. This is a ticket and because the points and blah, blah, however it works. And I call and I talk to some woman at like the North Carolina DMV. And, and so I'm like giving her the like code on the ticket. And she's like, well, what is, what is that for? And I was like, I went straight through a green light. And she's like, what? <laughs> I mean, she was just like, yeah, apparently this is something in Florida where, you know, occasionally this, this, the, and she was like, well, that's, kind of, I don't know if I even have a code for that. So pretty much it just went away. They pre- that, North yeah. Carolina was like, we don't know what this law is. So delete. And so yeah. I, I lucked out in that regard. I don't even know if I had to pay anything. I know, I know you were upset because you had to take time off to deal with yeah, the ticket. Well, of you course, were really it was super upset. annoying. Yeah. Um, it's just, it was a dumb thing. Thanks for bringing that memory up, Dad. <laughs> Appreciate that one. That was um, funny. Speeding. Okay. I get that. You know, there's certain sure. things we're like, all right, that, yeah, I did that. And I was like, I genuinely don't. She was like, you know why I pulled you. I was like, I don't. She's like, oh, you know. And it's like, I don't. This is a made up rule. No, nobody else in the whole world, nowhere else even in in the city of Gainesville is that a rule. Is this one place? Yeah, it's, just, it's where most of the college apartments are. So, so but I didn't want to go to those lot. apartments. Yeah. I wanted to go straight. Yeah. Probably yeah, um, everybody's turning there at that time. So they want everybody to be able to turn out. Yeah, but the light was green. I wasn't preventing anybody from yeah. turning right. It, it's a, it's, it's a an illogical law. Stop trying to defend it. Right it's only. an illogical law. It you doesn't make any attention. sense. Well, yeah. no, I mean, I was paying attention to other things. I didn't see. It's a light up thing. And so if you miss it, it's done. And if you don't know, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it's there right were there other people the that had gone straight through that light well, as we, well. You had said that. You said you followed somebody through the yeah, light. And I believe people. we did. You yeah. did follow somebody through but the light. But they didn't have out of state plates. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they were also in front of you. It's easier to pull you over. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. She yeah. thought it was hilarious. Yeah, she wasn't very We were friendly. tired. We'd been driving all day. It was just, I was not in the greatest mood for that. Didn't kind of we have, did we had the cat in the car too? One no, I don't cats. think we did it. I think we dropped them not, off. At I don't the remember. Oh, had on that trip we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, had Lena with us. Yeah. Um, Lena and Motor actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since we're on the subject of We can talk about some of your tickets. Embarrassing oh. things. Uh, as you're going through your struggles with pressures of grad school, whether it's vet school or otherwise. Yeah. Remember to, Pay your bills. Blob. Oh, look at this guy. Yeah, yeah we're going he's there. Really he's really going to go he's there. He's going to be mean. Yeah. I don't think I've heard you this might one. get your car repossessed. Yeah. You got your car repossessed? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's terrible. Did you know she get... also had her license suspended for like two years. Oh, now we're just going to oh, pick no. on me. That was hey. actually a funny story. Okay. okay so, yeah, we during don't my know residency. That story, Topher. Oh, you don't? Not about your license. Yeah. I almost got arrested. Yeah, you not really. Been not really. You're the worst. You also weren't there to help me. I had to call <laughs> other people. Um, all right, so let yeah, that's all the all the horrible things Bobby did. So Pretty during lovely. my residency, I, I let my uh, insurance, my car insurance, lapse. Yeah. Um, and it, I had a lease, and they don't like that. Oh, yep. is the same reason? Yeah, you know what? It kind of was. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. second one wasn't your fault. Yeah, I mean. Not really. Well, I will say you were awful about opening your mail because yeah. you remember. Oh, still <laughs> so I remember her sister came oh, and was gosh. helping her straighten up oh, something. Oh, yeah, she found some money. And she went through her bills. Oh, yeah, yeah. She had a check in the mail that was like six months old for money that might she have never cashed. It might have been older than that. Yeah. So she went through a yeah. whole, so she just, that was never her strong suit. Still isn't. Still yeah. isn't. That's good. It's the <laughs> worst when Bobby comes in with the mail. It's like, oh, she's just going to set it somewhere. Okay, I'm but have to deal you with it. will just leave it in the mailbox forever. Yes. <laughs> if you don't get it, it doesn't count. 
That's funny. So yeah, you got the repo. That wasn't that big of a deal, but it, it was, was a hassle. It was a huge hassle. Well, yeah, I think you, you didn't think then. you didn't know what was happening at first because you called. No, I thought my car. car I thought somebody stole my stolen. car. No, it was my own fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was the thing they would do. That's funny. Yeah, those you are learned? lessons learned. Hey, yeah, it was lessons learned. Yeah, that's when we always said. Then you need to call mom and dad when you need help. Yeah, before earlier. they get that far. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, the the time in Florida. Apparently, this is a pattern with me. Um, so I don't even remember exactly. You might remember more of the details, Topher. But um, I had some issue with my insurance. I So I was living in Gainesville, but I was using, using the state farm insurance guy who was by you guys, like in Tampa or Clearwater or something like that. Yeah. The state farm. So it was not in town. And there was, I don't remember exactly what it was. But there was a thing with like, hey, I need to update this with the insurance here and called them. And they were like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll take care of it. And so I thought it was taken care of because I'd been paying my insurance for months and months, but something didn't get submitted to the DMV. So I'd been paying. I had insurance all this time, but the DMV didn't have some piece of paper that they needed. A lot of times you have to put that on your um, renewal on your registration. Put what on there? The proof of insurance. There's little yeah. codes and stuff. So here's the best part. We had gone and updated our registration for our cars in the interim. Yeah, we had gotten tags for a we new car. We had gotten new t- car tags. So, I mean, in, in the year and a half or two years or whatever it was that I was driving on a suspended license, we had gone to, I had gone to the DMV and been like, here I am, here's my stuff. And nobody's, nobody like, it. apparently it doesn't pop up. It's like a different system or something like that. So I'm driving to um, the Lowry Park Zoo. So I'm driving from Gainesville all the way to Tampa because I was doing some stuff with the man research. I was meeting my colleagues there and I'm like halfway there and I get pulled over and it's another one. I was like, why am I, I haven't done anything. (laughs) Like what is going on? And so luckily there was a rest stop right there. So I pulled into the rest stop, which just because that's a safer place to pull over and it was close. And, um, and the guy pulls up and he was like, did you know you were driving on a suspended license? And I'm like, is is this a joke? Like, are you, I was like, are you serious? And he's, I mean, I genuinely was like, what? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, apparently, you know, it had been like a year and a half, two yeah. years or something. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he, he was actually really nice. He's like, I'm actually really glad that you, you know, pulled into this. He's like, because if you drive on a suspended license, not knowing it's a, you know, misdemeanor. You jail. if it, you do it knowingly, it's a felony. And so I'm like, but I'm stranded here. I'm at a rest stop. There is, there's no bus stop nearby. Like I'm on the highway. And he's just like, yep good luck to you kind of thing. And I'm like, are you, so he leaves and I'm like, luckily I have a cell phone. This doofus over here doesn't answer. So I'm calling and calling and calling. He's sleeping because he was working overnights at the time. So he is not answering his phone. So I'm like, crap. But I, I mean, I need him and somebody else to come, come get me. So somebody else can drive the car back. So I called some other friends, um, Oh man, I was mad. Oh, but I never, like, you never told us that story. Oh man, how did how did Topher not tell? Topher loves telling people that story. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, he's like, you should have been arrested. <laughs> um, I think that's just his way of deflecting that he wasn't there for me at the time. Yeah. Um, were you married at this time? No, 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 okay. we weren't married. We were living together. Yeah, you're still. In we were living retreat. in sin. Um, so no, that was quite we a while. We were at ago. the rental house. So how did you get your license yeah. reinstated? Well, then we just had to go and be like, "Here's my proof of insurance for the past year." I mean, it was oh, and then a you needed like a special insurance too afterwards, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I think you did. 
I don't know. Well, I yeah, was like, I'm done with State Farm. I, I, I stopped using State Farm for then. I was like, all right, this is, nope, done. There was a thing they were supposed to do, and so I was really upset about that. I don't remember. It wasn't that big of a deal, yeah. though. We got it, it was sorted like, really Shouldn't we be quickly. getting a refund for these, like, I know. year and a half year of and insurance that, it, that didn't count? Yeah, I was really annoyed. Well, the insurance, I still had insurance. I don't know. The DMV just, like, if we'd got, I don't know what happens if you get into a wreck at that point, because we'd paid State Farm all that money. Right. Like, I have the receipts. Um but yeah, but I was super annoyed too. I'm like, we have physically walked into this DMV and showed you our paperwork and given you our license and nobody ever said, hey, by the way, your license is suspended. Like, seems like that may have come up, uh, was, but it It didn't. was suspended because you didn't have because insurance, they, they thought? Uh, they thought we didn't have insurance. Got it. Um, I mean, we did. And so I went back and was like, here's, here's the insurance I have. But yeah, then I think I had to get, you're right, now that yeah. I remember, I had to get some special like- For like a year. Delinquent insurance kind of thing. And it, yeah, it was dumb. But we we went through, I was like, I'm done with State Farm. I I was that office anyway. Um, and I think I got progressive. Yeah. Yeah, we had progressive. We got this somebody local. For progressive. Someone progressive that we could is, go yell at. Yeah. Progressive is sponsoring this podcast. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, not really. Um, yeah. Who, okay. Who else wants to air out some of my dirty laundry? <laughs> Mom, only, you got a, you got a story? No, I don't. Those are yeah. the only things I could, that was Shoot. more your adult stuff. When you're a kid, you did all kinds of stuff, but. I was a good kid. What are you talking? I was your favorite. No, you were the Maybe one. Maybe you could tell the listeners no, why I'm your favorite. favorite kid. No, you should give them the specific. <laughs> they just look at each other. Uh, yeah. You want to cover this one? Or so she was the first one we had to take to get stitches. That's fair. We had two daughters older than her and nobody had. Wasn't because you like threw her out the window? No, no. She did that on her own too. I jumped <laughs> out. I, I left out You didn't out get hurt on that one either. No, no you didn't I just get hurt on falling out No, the but the neighbor had to come tell you, hey, Bobby's in the bushes yeah, over here. Yeah, our did neighbor you know? had to tell us that she had fallen out yeah, the window. Yeah, I fell off a lot of things, hit my head. Yeah. Yeah. Most of my stitches were in my head, right? Um. Yeah. Well, you had them on the back. Of your Until head. I became an adult and I got the right. finger thing. But no, you just had it. We the were there time. for that too. Yeah. You. Got, yeah. You yeah, drove we me. Were. That's true. That was pre-vet school. But yeah, drove me. Drove me to the. That, okay. So this is kind of a funny story as well. All right. So this is sophomore or junior year. I can't remember. No, this was your so junior year. Junior year yes, of, junior of undergrad. Yeah. Uh, I was playing softball and we were at our annual down in Fort Myers, Florida, uh, our, our spring break tournament. Pre-cell phone too. Yes. Cell phones yes. Time, yes. I remember. They were or like just GPS starting. They were anything. just, yeah. yeah. No, that was what I remember about this. So I hit the ball with my finger instead of the bat, which is not advisable. And it exploded my finger and it was bleeding everywhere. And so <laughs> training comes by and puts them like four by four gauze squares, which didn't quite cut. Well, I was thinking she told you not to take your glove off. Remember you had a batting glove on. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought no, you I didn't did. have it. I started said, wearing one after that. Don't but take that off. No, but she don't. told me to put the gauze squares, just hold okay. it on there. And I think she didn't want me to look at it. Yeah. Um, but so you guys had a rental car. Yep. And the rental car had this new fancy GPS thing. But Florida has a bunch of those weird, you have to turn right to turn left, those weird U-turn things in the middle of the median. And you guys were like, we can see the hospital is right there. And you guys are bickering in the front. Turn right. No, I have to turn left. Turn left. No, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting in the back holding, because somebody said to hold my hand above my heart, which I don't really think makes a lot of sense but um <laughs> in retrospect but uh, yeah so I'm just sitting there with this like my hands starting to throb now initially it didn't really hurt that much and I was like oh I can feel it now but yeah you guys were there for that and I had to get uh some 20 some odd stitches in my single a bunch of fingers and yeah that was fun yeah um that was a good time it was also I guess if your heart stopped and your hand was below your heart then it would you would bleed out no it, if 
right? <laughs> if your heart stops, you've died, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you, you've already bled out. You're saying because she she puts her hand down her. I mean, yeah, it's, well, I your guess, heart's like, a pump, so it doesn't matter if it's above it's, you. Yeah, the gravity <laughs> thing is kind of weird. Yeah, it, that's but if thing. your heart did stop, you wouldn't have a pump running anymore. So it just right. all your blood it, would leak out. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that the logic yeah. behind put your hand above your heart yeah. if it's bleeding? Yeah, I think about that now, and I'm like, nope. No, that's not how it works. Um, but anyway, I, I wasn't in danger of bleeding to death. I feel confident about that. But I do remember as you were young, grammar school and middle school, you were always curious about science things, but particularly animals. And you had yeah. a couple of really good influences. Mr. Rance, I yeah. believe his name was. Yeah, Jay Rance. And then Mr. his Stendhal. Stendhal. Yeah. yeah. Can't Just remember Stendhal. his first name. Jay, I think they're both Jay. No. Stendhal. What was his yep. first name? I don't know. You're not supposed okay. to know your teacher's first name. His right. first name was Mr. Right. <laughs> they were good. And yeah. you actually got a little corn snake from them at one yep. point. That, yep. That the other people influenced your life, Chris and Sally Bartel, Bartel. still have that corn yes, snake. Yes, they do. So that thing's got to be, what do we figure? 30? 30. It's got to be about 30, 30 years, years old. old yeah. yeah. Pro- approaching 30. Well, do you remember going with them one summer? Yes. Mary and I went yep. and um, they did like, so these were middle school science teachers, life science teachers. And they had, both of them had, rooms that were just full of creatures, uh, reptiles, um, amphibians. I don't know if they had any birds, but, um, insects, all sorts of things. Yeah. Tons of tons and tons of stuff. And in the summers they would go around to elementary schools and like, just do, you know, fun little, like learn here's about the cool things. And so, um, my sister Mary and I would volunteer and we went around with them to some of the different elementary schools. And we were like the Vanna white of their little program. And we would like hold the animals and, and walk them around and show the kids. And they had a rose tarantula and then Madagascar hissing cockroaches that we would carry around to show God, the kids. Just like VegCon. Yeah, it is kind of like that. <laughs> Come full circle. But that's what people get into. And so I'm like holding this. Tra- I can't remember which one Mary wouldn't hold. If it was the, I think it was the cockroach that she was like, no, thank you. She'd hold the tarantula. I'm pretty sure. Well, the tarantula is pretty like cool. Spiders though. No, so. but she would hold the tarantula. Um, but the, the hissing cockroaches, I think is where she drew the line. Cause they would hiss. You'd pick them up and they <laughs> they were Didn't big fat like things. Did have like a loose tongue skink? Blue tongue skink. Yeah, we yeah, babysat that thing for a little I while where they were out of town. One. And they, yeah, they had a bunch of, like I said, reptiles, amphibians, different things like that. And uh, yeah, so, and and I can remember, well, and also, like I said, hanging out with the Bartels and doing something. One of the memories I have um, was they had at the, the Marine camp, they had a moray eel. They had a, a, a tank with a moray eel. And, um, and I remember Chris being like, you can put your fist in there and, you know, just see what they do. Cause he'd put his, you know, giant fist in there and the eel would come up and like wrap its, you know, his mouth around his hand. And he's like, their teeth angle backwards. And so as long as you don't pull back, nothing's going to happen. You'll, you'll be fine. And so he's, you want to put your hand in? I was like scared, but I, I never liked to admit that I was afraid of anything. I kind of still don't, but, um, but I was like, sure. So I put my hand in and like secretly was hoping that, that the eel wouldn't come by and it didn't, <laughs> but I was like, I got all the points. Cause I put my hand in there. <laughs> I did the thing, I did the brave thing. Um, and I, that's what actually pushed me to do a lot of stuff was especially if my older sisters would Pure refuse spite. to do something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, Oh, you guys aren't going to do it. Then I will. Do you remember digging up the dolphin? Yes. On the beach, going out to the beach and there was a dolphin carcass. Well, yeah. So, I mean, you did, you put together the dolphin carcass. We had for one summer, how long was that whale? We had the bones of a 30 foot juvenile gray whale in our backyard for the better part of a year. Over a year. Over a year that 
my dad would kind of clean and then catalog and built this whole thing. It was in three different wooden cases that you put together. And that traveled around to schools around California right. for a long time. But there was like some news articles about that. That was like, what a nerdy thing to do, you know? I mean, I come by this honestly, let's be, let's be fair. Yeah. But yeah, um, you had all sorts of things. Uh, it's just weird stuff like that that we did. That we, I didn't know it was weird. I thought it was cool Dermested at the time. But beetles. Yeah, yeah, that with it, yeah. So for the smaller bones and things like that, you had these beetles that would clean the flesh off of it um, and leave the bone behind unless you left them in too long without food. I think they would keep going. But um, I can remember you dunking the little bits into whatever potion you did to get them to release. I don't remember. It was probably just like vinegar and water or something. But um, yeah, so that was <laughs> some random, random sciencey stuff that we would do. Um, we did a lot of weird stuff. But like, how privileged is that? You know, I mean, not not things that everybody got to do. And just because you knew certain people and would try different things, we'd go to, like I said, the zoos, the museums. It wasn't always about science, but that was the stuff I liked the best. Um, but I was, I was very much like, oh, you guys aren't going to do that? Well, I guess I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, that's and I, how you fell off the bench. That's how you've got. That's how I fell a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She tried to climb up. Her dad built a, triple a bunk, bunk bed, bed. triple, but she was on the very bottom, like on the floor. The trundle, yeah. And she wanted to be on top. And we're yeah. like, no. That's you where I belong. Be. So she was climbing <laughs> up and she fell and hit her back of her head on a windowsill. Window and that's when she got. Well, how that about was the first we time. picked up Saka. This I don't remember. No, so she did this. So she had stitches in her head, and I think she fell out the window <laughs> with stitches in her head. With stitches. She fell against the coffee table, which her dad picked up and threw out the front door. <laughs> broke into about 20 pieces. This was all while she still had stitches in the back of her head. I feel like maybe you guys weren't watching me very closely. <laughs> and we, uh, we had two other kids. We, we couldn't. <laughs> that you liked better? What is it? <laughs> And then we went to pick up our dog when we went to Saka, get Saka. Yeah. You were standing Saka on top of, we were at a rest, rest stop rest and they had a cement like picnic table, picnic table, picnic yeah. tables. And you fell there too. <laughs> thud. Again. A thud I, on your head. And we're in the middle like, of nowhere. How, was, how old was I? Four. I'm just saying, why were you letting me walk on all From of these the time things? you were like two, because you I was just were always stubborn just and everywhere. you were going to do whatever your sisters were doing. Not very good balance. Yeah. Um, she was, she I've gotten was better. I'll tell you what though. She only had the stitches the one time in her head for all the falling she did on her head. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. You only had stitches <laughs> once. It was hard headed. Yeah. She was very hard headed. <laughs> yep. Uh. Yep. She yeah. was fun though. We were watching old videos of you the other day, and oh, that's right, Chris. That he's got to send send me. I yeah. don't remember that. I wasn't there for this, but yeah, there was some. Apparently, I was very funny. You're the water ski champ. Yeah, the I was of the three. ski champ. That's ski right. Champ. But again, that was me. Just like I will try anything. Um, yeah. You know, I can also remember some going to some water park, um, and I can remember Uncle Mark wanting to go on that one slide that just goes straight down. And it was kind of scary. And he was like, who's going to go on this with me? And nobody was like, none of the adults, no one else. And I was like, I will. I was so scared. I'm not not joking, but I wasn't going to admit it. I can, right. I have that memory very vividly. I can remember going down that thing and lifting up off the slide. I can remember my body. Be, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I got into all sorts of trouble. And then that time we got food poisoning. We got salmonella poisoning. I got it the worst because I had, I was the only one that got seconds. Because she loved ice cream. I still, still do. do. Still yeah. do. She loved her ice cream. Yeah, one birthday, one year for my birthday, my parents got me a, a bowl that says Bobby's Ice Cream Bowl. I noticed That's you still much. have it. it yeah, was I still have it. Why would I get rid of that? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, no, I was a troublemaker. Not really a troublemaker. You Just, just for myself. You, said you wanted to I didn't do cause, whatever well, I mean, everybody I guess else for was you doing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then a little bit more. Yeah. I had to push, push it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of a troublemaker. But I think that's why we always thought you'd be successful because you had practice all those years. Of, just, <laughs> of, of failing? If, no. Of if yeah. I want it, I'm going to go true. for it and yeah. do it. And There's nobody so. was going to tell me I couldn't exactly. do something. Yeah. Exactly. In so. fact, if you tell me I can't do something, I want it. And now I'm going to do it, even yeah, if I didn't really want to. We were talking about that earlier today with contact lenses. Oh yeah! It's like I will force myself. Yes, this is the thing like I want to do. This is going to happen. Yeah, and that's what she yeah. did. She and that's why I think we were surprised when you would not be as confident. Um, yeah, but some of your things were like, "That's nah, not really you." Well, again, I think you just hard things. underplay your success. That's a total. You're focusing on winning about. the next thing. Yeah, and then it's like the things that you have. You're like, meh. Anybody could have done that. Anybody uh, could be the president of ACVAC. Uh, president elect. <laughs> I'm not I even president that's yet. Big, but it's also those are momentous things, and you don't want to fail. So that's yeah, that's the fear. Yeah, there's a there's absolutely successful. a fear of failure for sure. Um, well, especially because you're like, I've worked really hard for this, and when you've worked really hard for something, and then the idea of not getting it, then you have to start being like, well, am I not? You know, and that's that's normal, but it's also a little unfair to be like, oh, it's it's you know. It's easier to be like, well, everybody else was wrong. Um, but um, I've been, obviously, it's a mixture of hard work and a lot of fortune and a lot of support from a lot of areas um, over the years. Obviously, you guys have been, uh, you know, you were the biggest part of it for a long time. Topher's a big part of it now. Um, but, you know, it's not just you guys. Obviously, my siblings, you know, um, have all been there at various times and super helpful and supportive. And, and everybody's just being um, really patient with me over the years and all the things I missed, all the stuff I was doing and nobody giving me a hard time about why aren't you here for this holiday and everybody's getting together about this and why can't you do that and why do you need more money? <laughs> yeah, I feel like you hear that a lot with vet students and interns and residents. People just don't it's get like, it. It's like, oh, my family really wants me to be at Thanksgiving. It's well, you kind of got to be here. Yeah. I mean, there's you, you guys never made me feel, I mean, I would feel bad about missing things, but not because, you know, you guys or anybody in the family would, um, would, you know, say anything, no passive aggressive comments or anything. It's, it was just always really nice to know that even if you couldn't fully understand what I was going through, you understood better than most people. Um, it's actually one of the things that I've always really appreciated about Topher as well is when we first started dating, um, you know, I'd get called away. I'd be on call for work and this, we'd be in the middle of doing something fun. It's like, I got to go. And he's like, cool. All right. No problem. I understand. And I was not only that, but he was like, that's particularly like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel about you the way I do if you took these things lightly. Like if you didn't take your, if you didn't want to work hard. Yeah. I want, you should want to be the best. Um, you should want to be good at what you do. And, um, yeah, it's it's just nice to have people can be supportive and say they're supportive, but not actually be supportive, you know, make you feel bad or make you feel guilty about what it takes to do all of that. Um, and that's really cool. And then just other things, you know, the we decided not to have children. And, uh, yeah. you know, listeners not might not know, but I know how much you love grandbabies, mom. And, yep. and uh, you know, fortunately, you had other children who provided you with lots of really cute um, yep. cute grandkids so yep. but he, I, I feel like even if you didn't have that you wouldn't have ever pressured me and you never have no you've always been really good about that too that you know the no. choices I've made and some of them you probably didn't agree with and thought that was dumb why is she doing that but you guys were there for me and supported me through it you know so thanks but also in the thanks. academic world you had a lot of support some good mentors I oh know yeah there was also administration people you might not have wanted to deal with, but for the most part, you had yeah, really good support people. I, I think of Rita, I think of other yeah. people that you, you know, came up through the ranks that supported you. Oh, I've, yeah. There have been now, but in numerous, yeah, uh, support 
people over the years. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody, we were talking about this earlier today, like nobody does it alone. Nobody. Some people have better support systems than other. And I was one of those that had, you know, really awesome support. Uh, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, there's money, you know, and you guys, you guys helped me financially a, a number of times. And, um, you know, I still had to take out loans and, and, and things like that. But uh, other people might, yeah, pay for everything, but they're not there. Um, and, you know, there's certain things you just can't put a price on. And that kind of support is, um, I think, harder to come by. Um, so, yeah, that's really the main thing I wanted to, to chat about. In this but I do week. think a lot of students will miss opportunities to, to collect or embrace a mentor. You know, a mentor yeah. might be there. But it's, it's a, a two-way thing. Mentors usually don't come and say, hey, I will be your mentor. I, wa- I want to mentor you. Right. That's so true. You need to That's kind of true. reach out and, and you know, cultivate that relationship. That's a, that's a fair point. Yeah. Talk to the professors. and Well, and the first person you talk to might not end up being the best mentor either. They might not be a good match for you or they might just not be in a good place. So that doesn't mean give up on all mentors. But um, And you don't have to have a mentor that's exactly like you or wants to do what or you, you don't have to want to do what they do for them to be a good mentor, you know. Um, I've certainly mentored, you know, people over the years who didn't want to do emergency critical care and that's cool. That doesn't, it doesn't matter. I can still, you know, mentor you. I can learn about the things you want to do, but yeah, that's a fair point. You do have to take advantage of, of those opportunities that you have for, for support and mentorship. And, um, I I remember too, you had one at Florida that wasn't a vet, was he? Um, I've had several. Who, I can't think of his name. He didn't work at the school at the time. He was just like, um, he would come. We went to dinner with him when you first moved there. Uh, older gentleman. Are you thinking of Michael Scher? Yes. Yeah, he, he did work there. He's a vet. But he wasn't he there. Was re- he was semi-retired retired. at the time. That's what semi-retired. I'm saying. He was retired. Yeah. No, Mike, he's he been really on the podcast, actually, a long time yeah, ago now. But he was one of the first ones. episodes. Oh, but no, nice. he, he's a veterinarian. But yeah, my, that's no, what but I was I'm wondering. saying he wasn't um, at the time. He wasn't, wasn't working clinically. Right, he wasn't working in the hospital. Right. That's probably what you remember is he's, he wasn't well, really. I just don't remember so he wasn't doing the exact job the that time, I was. Yeah, right. he was semi-retired and he was there in an advisory role. And he was he was a great mentor for me. Um, and he was very supportive for me over the years. He was one of the people that when I was at Florida and I'd been there for several years and had never like gone and asked for a raise. He was like, yeah, you should do that. What? What? Yeah, absolutely. Here's here's what you do. Blah, blah, blah. Because I was thinking you wait around until you get promoted. He's like, no, don't wait for that. So I, he was he pushed me in, in different ways. But he would also be honest, like, hey, you know, maybe you need to back off about this or you know he was always good about um being honest with me about different things and he's he's helped me in a lot of ways he still does i still i chatted with him uh, uh we were texting not that long ago actually um no yeah, he had the good thing is just being right where you always try to like logic everything out and he'd just be right yeah like how did you know that? i saw one of these 35 years ago he he is he's just got, like that it's gosh yeah he's like oh so yeah i had this case back in 1973 and blah, blah, and you're like He's like, yeah. And then he'll go up and like smell an animal. He's like, you know, that smells like this. And you're like, what are you talking about? And then he's right. Jerk. I was like, I'm trying to teach people this method going through. And he's like, you smelled it and figure, oh, for crying out loud. Students cover your ears. That's not how we do it. <laughs> uh, but he was right. Yeah. He was right about crazy stuff like that. And you're just like, what? But he'd seen a lot. Yeah. What are you sure. just pulling your leg? I don't know. He knew what he was it's possible. Uh, that would be actually amazing if I found out that's the case. Like you know what his, his superpower is? Remembering people's names. That guy is a, is just ridiculous. He'll, he'll be at a concert or a concert. Well, maybe there too, but he'll be at a conference and somebody will walk up to him. Hey, Dr. Cher, blah, blah, blah. Because people do because he's just that guy you want to go. And he's like, is that Julie from blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, what the? Or he'll be talking about a case. He's like, I think that was a... Uh, yeah, I, I think that I think that was a cat named Booger, and it was blah blah blah, and the owner's name was this, and I think she worked over. And you're just like, oh my god, 
gosh, how do you remember that stuff? Um, yeah, I, at that point he could have been making it up, but I just don't I'm think stole he was. to make it up. I just don't You'll think he was. Me. He, yeah, I would yeah. have. No, he probably did remember. That's probably but I think why he, he did. Good. Yeah, he was really good at that stuff. Just those types of things stuck in his brain. That's you have cool. a pretty bad memory for such things like so that, bad for that kind of stuff. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I've never met this person in my life. <laughs> We had dinner with them a month ago. Yesterday. Um, wait, what? Yeah, I that's not, not. I have other facts in my head, but yeah, people's names and faces and things. What, what, what was the disease? What disease did that animal have? All right, that's starting to come back to me. Yeah, what movies we've seen? So, Unless I've seen it a hundred thousand times. I haven't times. seen this movie. Is your head yeah. filled with useless facts? Like some of father? it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a good bit of useless facts yeah, in there. Your dad has a lot. But a lot of, of it's useful stuff. too. I do have a, a fair bit of useful information <laughs> in there now. Um, well, there's yeah. like early '80s movie lines. Yeah. No, not just the, lines. Movie scripts. Yeah, the entire movie. Yeah, yeah there's she a, comes there's a good by that honestly. Yeah. But that was. I mean, there's a lot of repetition. We watched some movies a lot. Yeah. There were some movies we watched a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's not my fault either. You can't, uh, you, you really can't uh, watch the movie The Princess Bride if any member of our family is around. Not if you want to enjoy it. Um, if you would like us to act it out, <laughs> we could do that for you. Anyway, we won't do it right now. That'll be another podcast. Um, all right. Is that enough fluff for you guys? Yeah. Talking about, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for being there, Mom and Dad. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, you get some credit for, for what I'm doing now. Yeah. What which sounds do you want me to play? You got to play the outro music. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let's see if she can do it. Tova, you were supposed to do the the talking. All right. Thanks everybody. Thanks for being here. We'll catch you next time. Say bye, mom and dad. Bye, bye. mom and dad. <laughs>